Let's start the new year with the Hard Work Works Fitness app and get on track with your own personal trainer right at your fingertips. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. This app is designed for all ability levels. Beginners, experts, full gym, no gym, no problem. Over 200 workout plans are available for every situation, from the full gym to no equipment at all. You will even get a nutrition guide to keep you on track. And all of this will only cost you $10 a month. Yes, $10 a month. But if you act now just by listening to this podcast, you can get a full month for free. Just use the promo code HAUNTERS with a lowercase h at checkout and you'll get access to the Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. That's the Hard Work Works Fitness app available on your smartphone right now in the App Store. Just use the promo code HAUNTERS with a lowercase h right now for a full month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. It's time for Haunter's Podcast, a show dedicated to Halloween horror nights, haunted attractions, and all things spooky. Here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful, Zach Hilton, and Brooke Hilton. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Haunter's Podcast. This, uh, I, I was going to say, let's keep this episode short because uh, the two, the two, my two friends that joined me this week, they got to, they got to get on the road because next week episode is going to be a big episode. Uh, this episode is going to be a huge episode as well. Uh, but I, I'm just going to welcome y'all in, Zach. Hey, buddy. Hi. I, do I have a Mai Tai yet? I just want my Mai Tai. I mean, are you swimming under the water, listening to the music? I shock. Sure, Let me tell you, wonderful, just because I have to keep it kind of low-key. Yeah. Going into this weekend, uh, leading up to it, it was 70-something. Uh, and each week it is, has progressed and progressed. And right now, this Saturday, 88 degrees. Oh, my. Brooke, how does that make you feel? Welcome to the program. How does it make you feel? Um, Fantastic. I know I'm yeah. going to be going. Swing. It's going to be that like that on Saturday and Sunday. Oh. Not to mention 86 on Friday. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Uh, and when do y'all leave? Is it tonight? For real? No, it's it's Friday. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Then we can have a long episode. I don't know why I'm trying to get you yeah. all out of here. Fuck that. You're the, you're the second person that thought we were leaving yeah. today. I got a message today. It's because I saw that message. But... Oh, it's because you saw that message. I That's saw that funny. message and Wonderful. I was like, oh. I, what I will say to you is I promise you we will take many photos and send them your way. So that uh, way you're a part of the group. Yay. It's like when you guys did HHN Light, you were sending me photos yeah. the entire time. That's awesome. Exactly. Aw, I'm going to feel like I was there, but yet I'm just a little bitch that's not going to leave Virginia. Bye. I mean, you could be uh, other friends that decided to tell us that they decided to make a trip, but, you know, not during the time we are. But, hey, that's Ooh. neither here or there. Shade. Wonderful can live in his 50-degree weather, yeah. rainy oh, weather this weekend. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, you guys haven't <laughs> even gotten, like, half of what we've gotten down by you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. You're getting uh. slaughtered. <laughs> we, we, uh, we were getting the lovely ice storms. And then it was so cold that it was just, it was nothing but pure ice in the morning. None of this shit mattered for me, obviously. Pure ice in the morning. <laughs> then it would heat up enough to like slightly melt and immediately re refreeze over. So we're we're just caught in that like uh, heating, refreezing, heating, refreezing phase. 
Right. It's uh, right. snap, snip, snip, snap. snap. Snip, yeah. snap, snap. He doesn't know. Oh. I don't. Um, Is that a Shades Creek thing? It's all good. No, it's an office thing. Oh, I, yeah. I don't no. know anything. No. Yeah, you know I'm, nothing. I work for what I'm um, supposed to be a pop culture station, and I just know Marvel. <laughs> um, wonderful. I have a, I have a, I have an issue. Oh boy. Can you please bring me in properly so I can say my tagline? Okay, thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, fucking diva. wow. You put her name in the <laughs> intro. What did you? Okay, here. all right. And also, like to welcome into the program the lovely, talented, gorgeous, not a diva at all, Brooke. That's me. That is your highness. Yeah, sure. Um, from this point forward, I yield to Brooke. Take it away. Yield. <laughs> You've always done that. Kiss the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was as, as dirty as I wanted it to be. But listen to us on all streaming platforms. Listen Mwah. to us on YouTube. We have a YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Hunter's Pod. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Hunter's Pod. Also, TikTok, uh, where Brooke was bullying somebody oh and got a thing removed. Ah. <laughs> and you won't um, give me the login. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't give you, but you were, that, that Momo mask she got. Oh, you got flagged? Yeah, she got flagged for bullying. That's what you... <laughs> oh, crap. I did not get flagged for bullying. 100% bullying. Yeah, makes sense. Somebody made me restart yeah. the show for her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Shut it, wonderful. Yeah, but also we okay. have a Facebook, Mwah. which I will not give details to. Mwah, he says. Yeah, um, yeah kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a weird show. I'm going to be honest with you because uh, we it's had funky. other plans that got a uh, little discombobulated but that's okay because we are here uh let's just talk some hhn brooke has a little bit of things that were going on during the facebook world yeah so on the facebook uh group for hhn um there was a lot of conversation about like what houses did they have kind of listed for last year and that would they be bringing them back this year so so you're talking about the entire speculation map. i think so like there okay. was and somebody even brought about up like what about aov um <laughs> they're not coming back but it was really funny because oh, they honey. they like <laughs> alluded to the fact that they were a furloughed like cast I don't want to say yeah. cast member because that's not that's yeah. that's wrong. But part. Universal literally came out and said they're not welcome. No, on Universal no, no, property. no, no, no. Oh my gosh. What are you talking about? No, I'm saying that they were like a team member that got furloughed, but then they were asking all these questions. And I want to be like, really? Like not oh. saying that all team members know what's going on. I'm not saying that. No. Um, I know that's they usually find out probably after the world finds out. <laughs> I'm but, excited when this person's like, I know this, I know that, and I know this. And I just go, Johnny, I just want my twisted tater. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my card. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I hate you. Um, no, but just saying, like, I think what got me is the whole AOV. Like, yeah. you really, like, 
you you do where have you been underneath a rock yeah like, come on oh well, maybe they were just searching for comments or whatever maybe. but if we're just going to do a quick little back yeah, and quick, forth quick. real quick uh looking at the speculation map i honestly believe there will be a couple of ip changes just mm -hmm. because th th they've run their course yeah. and they miss it just like billy eilish i mean the reason why billy yeah. eilish house probably went away is strictly because her stuff was hot at that time. Yeah. So if she's writing and producing music and stuff like that and doesn't really need to promote it, Universal's like, we don't need to promote it, they're not going to keep it around. Does or, that make sense? Absolutely. Or we could just um, slide it into a scare zone instead of being a house. Just make it a scare zone. And that's zone. a good possibility. Or, that's or actually still really thoughtful, wonderful. Featuring the music of her. She, she could still, you could still find a way to incorporate her. Because she is, you know, she is working on a new album right now, and at that right. point in time, the Bond movie is going to come out, so that's going to be uh, all yeah, Billy all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bond movie comes. Out. Sorry, getting my getting all my uh, movie dates confused. Obviously, um, obviously, yeah. A horror movie. <laughs> what? And she asked if it was a horror movie. See, this is the why Bond this movie? is difficult. <laughs> no, the Bond movie. That way. The mic's over <laughs> Yeah, there. she's making fun of you because it's not a horror movie. Oh, but it's the fact that she has the theme song to the movie, so it's going to be reintroduced so to society So again. is Bond a horror movie? Yeah, so Bond's a horror movie now, right? Especially because that's the theme, <laughs> theme song. Got it? It's okay. like it's like Rob Zombie doing a song for Eat Love Pray. Uh, <laughs> I'm making the argument of the fact that she's going to be back <laughs> yes, in this scene yes. still. But I agree with you, and I actually adore the fact if they took some of her stuff and made it into a scare zone just to keep her in there, and like you said, making an album and stuff like that. I do think that Beetlejuice will be back, and I think huh, that they 100%. definitely alluded to that within the house. Yeah. Um. But I think like Tooth Fairy and Brides, those are gone. They have to be. They have to be. I mean, I love them to death. And I know that's the basis of that conversation. Right. And even on Twitter, that was a big thing. A lot of people were like, which house comes back? Which one do you want to come back? But honest to God, I don't want either of them to come back. Yeah. Because I've run my course to them. And other than the beginning years of Universal, where they did bring up back Dungeon of Terror, like... I don't, those two properties don't need to do it. Like right. enough people got to see them. I feel bad for the people that could not. Mm -hmm. But Thank on top you. of that, you guys are going to get all new houses anyway. Yep. Exactly. And actually, I don't want them back because I want the new houses. I'd rather them produce two all brand spanking new things for me to see. Not something that you guys saw and going to have zero interest in. Right. And they did full walkthroughs of those house, mm -hmm. houses. So, yeah. you know, that... Come that's on. a that's a very good point right there too. The fact that these houses have walkthroughs that you can look on YouTube and you're experiencing it. Yeah. They would never have done that for something that they planned on bringing back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm into that. Okay. Uh the next thing of uh HHN stuff, I went on Reddit and movie fan Z5026 said how crazy would it be to have an anniversary Halloween Horror Nights year with some scare zones and houses on IP that actually has its anniversary? So I'm going to list some of these and you let me know how you're feeling. Okay. It's the 25th anniversary of Mars Attacks. Should no. this be? No. Really? Mars Attacks, not a fun no. house, not a, not a killer clowns from outer space house? 
this is the no. second time yeah, this do, movie's come out. Have you even watched it? No. Do you get the you don't you don't get the say? I did a B <laughs> movie right. review on it, which you can you go did. listen to on the Patreon if you join our Patreon. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I guess a little bit of a spoiler, uh, and I this is the second time this fucking movie came up today as well. Wow. <laughs> um, no, I do not enjoy this movie. I think this movie aged horribly, and I don't think this could be a fun house at all. I could see how you make it into a house, but my level of interest is so ugh. Um, I can see it as a house. I'm not clamoring for it any bit, but I will say this. I think they're just like that scare zone of uh, invasion that they did at HHN. I think HHN warrants a sci-fi 50s horror movie. Okay, let's do Invasion of the Body Snatchers then. That, yeah, but I'm saying I'd rather their own take, not necessarily a movie. Okay, um, Adam's Family, it, it's 30th anniversary. I'm in. That's, a, in? that's the fun house to me. That's the fun. Like That's an interesting that's a, take that's, because that's, that's, that's very legal juicy. One. Like they're both in the same vein. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Beetlejuice is Halloween comedy nights, man. Come on, it's not. It's not scary. It's what a the funny hell do thing. You think Adam's family is. It's not scary. It's a funny thing, and I'm all about <laughs> HHN anniversary comedy nights. No. Apparently, no. I'm okay. Out. Uh, really? Next wow. One, it's the 35th anniversary of Aliens. Now I know it's a Fox property, which means Disney probably would naysay it, but just for conversation, Aliens, 35th anniversary. I mean, that would be fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, we're all going to die, man, so uh, might as well. (laughs) Oh, you know that line's in the house that they made. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm I'm literally, I'm quitting my job and moving to Orlando just to audition to be that fucking guy for the season. (laughs) I'm going to be like, listen, okay, either give me like two months (laughs) off or I quit. Bring in your resume, which has like a direct link to the Amazon film. It's sensation. Uh, Killer reunion, bro. Which I do my best. Bill Paxton. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I I studied it. I tried to deliver it. It's not as good as uh, It Chapter 2 with the thing. (laughs) But, you know, I tried. I tried. I tried my best. You did. You did. Um... How about the 35th anniversary of The Fly? Um, yeah. That's Jeff a scary Goldblum's house. The Fly? That's a scary house. I think, I and I'd definitely be in, if it's not going beat for beat of the movie, if it's one of those things like enter the, fl- the laboratory of The Fly, and like you're going through the wreckage of what Jeff Goldblum's character has done, and then, like, you battle the fly, like, battle the fly by, like, walking in the room with him. I'm not here to fight Jeff Goldblum. Um, <laughs> Just be afraid. But, be very afraid. Yeah, exactly. But I th- I think it, it'd be disgusting enough for that David Cronenberg film. I know, yeah, I think. Have they even done Cronenberg? I don't know. Oh, God, that's all we need, a Cronenberg shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, get to working. <laughs> Listen, it's better than the last thing I asked you to draw, okay? <laughs> this is true, and I never even mentioned it. <laughs> oh, no, but she tw- she tweeted me personally. <laughs> oh, I know. I, uh... I got a very upset <laughs> response. Sorry. 
Um, okay, so this one I'm 1,000% against and don't know why it's even up here. Maybe you can give it to me here. Uh, Time Bandits. Time Bandits. It's 40th anniversary. It says historical what? figure zombies. What the fuck is that? Time Bandits? I, like, I'm no searching offense. this now. You've never seen Time Bandits? I have never seen Time Bandits. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a fantasy thing. sci-fi. All right, from the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, fantasy sci-fi, not horror. Oh, <laughs> Terry Gilliam. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this is a fit. I think this is a perfect personal preference yeah this is like like, (laughs) i know one scene that has zombies that makes it a house (laughs) this is like me trying to fight for like pixels (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed it so you all must fucking walk through a house (laughs) justice for pixels (laughs) oh lord uh there are memorable moments like sean bean doesn't die that never happens in a Sean Bean television or movie. Exactly. That's what makes it okay. so unique. <laughs> watch it. I still have to check it out. One day I'll watch it. I oh, you're going to gonna hate me for telling you to watch it. You're going to like punch me in the face. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, And the last one, which I did obvious reasons, but it is the 40th anniversary is this right the 40th anniversary of the evil dead um it, is it the 40th is it 81? 81 i thought it was 80 81 is it yep wow okay so uh brooks coming in just in time for the last one um the last movie uh-huh. was the 40th anniversary of evil dead oh Ah. <laughs> are you are you going to sit here and say no? Uh, if she like says no, that's just that's the I'm super scared if she says no. Yeah. That's what it really is. I no okay, so here's my thing. I feel like maybe I can't I went to this house. No, you didn't. No. no? You no, went, went to 2013's Evil Dead's house. Oh, you're talking about Ash, Evil Dead One. Yeah, the old one. It's its 40th anniversary. Oh, okay. Cabin well, in the yeah, Woods. Cabin in the Woods, yeah. kind of style movie. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm a hundred. So that's what in. I was saying. Like, I mean, because they. I mean, I know that they've done it a lot. That was what I was thinking. Well, they did Ash like versus the, Evil Dead, right. and they did the 2013. 13 this is the actual like original. original movie. Okay, then yes, I'm in. How about you, Wendy? Oh, I'm I'm what hundred percent in. That's that's I'm the not, house that makes me want to go. I'm not one hundred percent in. I am. If that's not a house at this year, I call bullshit. Oh, just because like like we just talked about, we're getting rid of houses. Some IPs don't fit right now, and if you have the room for it, and there's plenty of cool imagery from this thing and you just brought it up it's been at previous hhns right from ash vs evil dead from a couple of years ago from 23's uh evil dead house from yeah. 19's little scene of army of darkness like it, it's time i want to say evil the evil dead house 
that we went to, that was the first house that I threw you into, like I sacrificed you, right? I, was that cabin in the woods? I think it's cabin. Okay. Cabin was, but still same kind of house. Yeah. But I just think there's too much not to do. Like you get to see Linda beheaded and watch her head roll everywhere. Uh, they see me rolling. Exactly. You get the friends, like you get all five friends and stuff like that. I think that I think it would be a fun house to go through, and one of those where I would want the progression. Like I'm going on the camping trip with them. Yeah. And everything I like is that going. Idea. Yeah. As long as I'm just not seeing scenes. I don't want scenes. Hey, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Linda's head rolling. So oh, that's that, a part of yes. it. Yes. But I mean, I don't want to go through beginning to end to movie. See, I, I, see, I we're do. not agreeing. Oh, I want okay. to go I through do. it. I want to. I want to I live. I want to start. Yeah. Like, I want a Halloween for it where I'm going through mm. all the scenes that are kind of iconic because that's the thing about the movie. Like, you can come up with stuff and, like, do your own deadite attack, but, like, the scene or the scenes in this movie are so iconic. Going down into the basement, the girl in the basement, like, yeah, lifting and stuff that like I'm that. I'm okay with. I just don't want it to be like I'm walking through. Like the beginning to end movie. It makes me think more of like how we talked with Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice has scenes in it, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not one flowing movie. story. Yeah. yeah. I hear I you. Said. I hear you. And you're allowed to have your want of and it. I, and I, I got mine. And I want it uh, a little bit more like The Shining. Walking through it more scene for scene. Oh, well, if you listen to my podcast that was on for uh, Hung Up on Theme Parks, if you actually remember it, it's not really scene for scene. It's kind of Brooke's way of like, ooh, it's scenes. Yeah. Is that why I enjoyed it so much more than, and we're not walking through that while I'm still watching the movie? No, no, no. You walk... Uh, literally when everything's gone down, like yeah. Jack's already gone after him. Oh, all right. Then no, I don't want it like that. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There, there we is. go. Help the boy out. Yeah. Thanks, but that's buddy. H H N discussion. Good times. Fun uh, times. I guess, I guess when we get back from break, we will, uh, talk this, uh, a black iconic horror movie characters. Yeah. I guess. I, I mean, guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, maybe. Well, Brooke's leaving, yeah. so, like, it's yeah. been awkward. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, my highness! No, I have... I got Wait, you must how do we... You? Are, are we even allowed to do this show without her? Are we allowed to do this without you? That's what Wonderful's asking. Are we allowed to do the show without you? Slowly closes the door. Oh, yeah. she mad. <laughs> she mad. All right. Well, since she's gone, I guess uh, the boys will play. And yeah, we'll 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 yeah. do. We were gonna do this on the Patreon, but why not make it this fits. a long episode and it fits? And yeah, let's let's get it out there now uh, instead of possibly not getting it out on the Patreon because you are going <laughs> <Ever>. on vacation. <laughs> Ever. So, yeah. Ever. Yeah. We All already right. still have Iconic to do. We have yeah. for Pod to do. We have so much shit to we, do. We got a lot to record before you go. Um, that's yep. why I thought today was going to be a marathon day of recording. But mm. it appears not. Wednesday or Thursday, baby. Wednesday or Thursday. Probably Thursday for me. But we'll, we'll discuss that. I love it. 
Uh, we'll discuss that off, 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 off the air. Joke, please. Uh, like during <laughs> hey, this oh time out God, on Hunter's podcast. I've never seen one of the original Nightmare on Elm Street films, but that soon comes to an end as I take a trip over to Elm Street to meet the horror icon, Freddy Krueger. Will I love him? Will I hate him? Or will it be a little bit of both? Find out soon on the new adventure from Review It Rob, Nightmare on Review It Street. Coming soon. Alright, welcome back into Haunter's Podcast. I do want to mention that I will be asking you, Zach, to pick me up some of the Virginia Beer Company's The Pearl Next Door for St. Patty's Day. Oh, that's right. That is, uh, I think it comes out Wednesday. It does. Um, looks good. It looks like I need something that's got my name on it. Yeah, you know what? That's funny you said that. That's exactly what Brooke said yep. when she showed it to me. She was like, Oh man, we gotta tell Nick about this because it has his name. Yep, <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna go one further and say I should. Uh, you know, I listen. I know you're listening right now. I know you're a fan mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, I, I know you know me. So, Robbie, mm-hmm. I, I want a little cut of this, my friend. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. I'll man. tell you what. You you used <laughs> my name without my permission. <laughs> okay. okay fair enough i'll uh, i'll do you one better just in case if he misses this episode i'm going to clip this moment oh please. i'm going to post it on Twitter. oh please i want him <laughs> to hear this amazing commercial about how the virginia beer company has a wonderful new beer coming out called the pearl next door just like me a pearl next door except unlike me this is a dry irish style oyster stout I'm Italian, but I like some Irish in me, so I'll be drinking this. Oh, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't stop the commercial cell. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're targeting a specific audience here, okay? (laughs) You. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> All oh, right. Yeah. I'm tagging him on that one, mother. Sucker. Oh, please do. Uh, he's he's a good guy anyway, so I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah. He'll have a laugh oh, at yeah. that. Um, 100%. <laughs> all right. So for the Patreon, we wanted to. We were talking about sliding this into the iconic episode. Uh, maybe its own thing. Maybe Harrison Ford podcast about this, which mm, I don't know if it would have fit there. Um, yeah. You know, just because of Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Um, but, uh, uh, talking, talking February, uh, but no, we, <laughs> that's why it wouldn't work there. Uh, cause no, it's, see, this exactly. is a serious, cause a, that's a joking show. This is kind of a serious conversation and I think a fun conversation as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's honoring black cinema and specifically black horror cinema for February for black history month. Yeah, I, I I mean, I wanted to do it all month and like with the way news things have been coming out for Universal and even Mardi Gras, like, you know, it's hard to fit this stuff in. But like, I definitely wanted to talk about how important, you know, black cinema is for us and how much it does gravitate towards 
us growing up. And I think I have a few that I really want to talk about and then some modern, modern classics that I love, but like, I have to start because I, I feel like I'm his number one fan, but like, I can't talk vampires and horror without blade. And Mm -hmm. for some reason, Wesley Snipes as blade has always resonated with me. I mean, I was, I want to say I was what 1998. I was probably 15 when I saw blade in theater and you know, that's the starting point for Marvel. That's the starting point for Marvel movies going forward. So not only do we get this awesome horror vampire gothic movie, but we get the birth of comic book movies for Marvel. And for me, that movie is still holds up to this day. I got the 4k over Christmas freaked out when I got it. And if you've never seen it, give it a shot because it has every superhero trope you could think of. It has a couple of scary scenes in there as well, but I enjoy this movie. Yeah, I enjoy Blade as well. Uh, that was that was a good one. I actually, uh, I'll go one year prior to that as well with Spawn. Uh, mm. Was big for me. Uh, it caught me at that young age, where despite how you know, listen, it's not a good movie uh, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But it was released at a time where it was influential to me for sure. And I loved watching that movie, recorded it off of like stars or Showtime, whatever, wherever the whatever was that that aired it. Mm. And just I watched it. I watched it a lot on VHS because, you know, I I wanted to have it. Uh, I remember fighting to go see that in theaters like that. That for me was was a big one. And then, of course, you get the blades after that. Uh, and kind of in the, the sticking with the comic book genre. So I guess in a way, comic book genre played into the beginning of a, a bigger exposure, I guess. Right. Um, I'm going to go way back, honest, uh, to be honest here. And I'm going to go with 1968's The Night of the Living Dead, yes. starring Dwayne Jones. And the reason why this is very important is because not only is it night of the living dead, which is a very influential movie uh, with zombies going forward. But in my opinion, your lead, your main guy is uh, black and he's, you know, a hero in this film. And I just, you know, when I watched it when I was younger, that meant nothing to me because I've already been growing up with black heroes like Eddie Murphy uh, in the Beverly Hills Cop series and for you, Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, Yeah, We can celebrate Black History Month for sure on the Patreon if you want to hear my thoughts on that. (laughs) Right. Um, But like... Nothing better than uh, than an Italian Jewish kid from New York talking about (laughs) Vampire in Brooklyn I thought about that after I put it in the Dropbox. I literally was like, "This, this, this is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever done." Uh, (laughs) You have peaked. Yeah. I dressed up like freaking Cupid like two weeks ago, but nope, me me dropping a (laughs) Patreon episode reviewing Vampire (laughs) Brooklyn was where I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing? What's happening? (laughs) Oh my God. But uh, really quickly back to uh, Dwayne Jones, like 
it, it's you know growing up i didn't notice how like important that was but that was extremely important mm-hmm. and i i gotta give it up to um george a romero for having you know the balls to fucking do that and say fuck you hollywood this is my lead yeah uh and not even like his movie his lead goes i know it premiered uh what they were driving it to new york when uh dr martin luther mm. king jr was assassinated like so right. it, it's it was released at a tense time and yeah audiences gravitated towards it because it's a compelling story and you have a strong lead that you care about and i, I remember the first time i saw it i had already known kind of like uh, the discussion was already had of how influential that was but i didn't know the ending so I was crushed when it got to the end because yeah. I was like, oh man, how cool is it that a film, you know, a horror movie of all that, when all I hear is that the black characters die first or, you know, all the time in these movies, right? made it all the way to the end and survived and was our hero. Oh shit. No, he's not like, right. And the right. imagery fucked with me. I remember that as well. Yeah. No, it did. It's a, it's a very haunting ending for, I mean, no pun intended for, uh, a horror movie and going forward. But yeah, I just, uh, it, it was a definitely a very big, uh, one for me. Do you, uh, who's your next? Um, I'll actually want to jump ahead because the ending of that and kind of what that was, um, and how I was impacted by that. And also today is the anniversary of, uh, you Brooke and myself seeing this film, but I want to jump ahead to get out. Um, oh, with Jordan nice. Peele, I want. Yeah, I want to. I, I know we're, we we went to the '60s. I want to come back to the, to the present with uh, with that one because that was one where I remember the ending. Uh, and I'm just going to jump directly to the ending of that one. So sorry if you guys have it. Uh, by the way, spoilers, spoilers for the most for part for every. Yeah, Get Out and every movie that we're about to talk about in this. So uh, apologize if you haven't seen any of these. I'll try my best not to <laughs> destroy them. But so like. But I remember when you saw the lights and get out, I thought it was going to have a similar ending to that of Night of the Living Dead, where I was like, oh, my God, yes, the character I care about or our lead is is in the clear. And then it was like, holy fuck, he's he's screwed. He's going to get killed right here. So and I liked how Jordan Peele didn't go with the ending that in my head, the one that I thought it was going with was the correct ending that he originally had. Um so I'm happy he didn't I, because it made that ending. It gave me the satisfaction that like I didn't get at the end of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it was either Peel himself or Jason Blum was like, no, we got to change the ending. He's got to survive. Um, I forget who it was, but yeah. that was a very big uh, movie for us to go see because it was you and me and Brooke to see it. And like, it, and yes, looking at the movie after the fact, of course it is what it is. But like, I just remember seeing the trailers and thinking like Jordan Peele, the guy from the comedy show that I watched, <laughs> the one about Keanu's cat, the thing. Um, but like going into it and seeing how he used social commentary for the horror film. And it is a very thrilling movie. Uh, I, I was impressed so much. So let, let's just go ahead and talk about it as well. Like us, 
another yeah. movie that is with commentary and he's using the slasher genre to tell this tale. And it really does go to show you that like this man knows exactly what he's doing. And it, he's very, he's very terrifying because he does use the camera very well of showing how people are fake and how people, you know, will betray you. Mm -hmm. Um, even though you feel like, you know, they're your best friends. And I just, he's very good at telling these horror stories. So I am excited to see where he goes because I like James Wan is a master of horror to me. And like, Jordan Peele is on the verge of being that kind of class the way that like John Carpenter and Wes Craven and those guys were of the 80s and early 90s I feel like Juan and like Peele are now this generation's moving forward yeah yeah uh really quickly before you throw uh, out another one I want to throw this out there because it's on my brain and we might not talk about it because it's not so much movie related but John Landis directed it so it, it ties in uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller was huge for me growing up as well. That's a, that's a good take though, because yeah, like that's, I mean, a it's a, a a song that you don't really necessarily think Michael Jackson at mm -hmm. first would sing, especially with the other ones. But as a music video and a, like basically a, a movie. short movie, yeah. yeah, as a short movie, I remember a couple of years ago they were showing it in IMAX for yeah. Halloween. And, um, yeah, no, please continue. Yeah, no, it was always, well, growing up, I mean, one Michael Jackson, you know, was just the biggest name ever. Uh, and everybody wanted to be like Michael Jackson. I know I used to try to do the dance moves and stuff, but, but that music video was huge because it was in a way, I want to say that was one of the early introductions to the genre for me because it is a freaking zombie video, man. It's a werewolf video. It's a zombie video. Like there's a lot of terror in that. And your lead is Michael and he's a werewolf at one point. And then he's a zombie mm. at another point. And then the cat eyes at the end, the final scare, like that was a video that always terrified me growing up and is still to this day. I watch it to this day. Cause I remember MTV used to show music videos to our Gen Z listeners out there, um, like <laughs> one of you, um, <laughs> but they used to always show that leading up to Halloween. So I still watch it like I do it myself now. I, I pull the video up on iTunes and I watch it because I paid for the video because I'm that guy that was like, I need this. Like, I love this this video. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it came to my mind because I was like, we're going to talk about all these movies and these actors and I don't think we should over, uh, you know, underlook the fact that MJ was making mini movies for MTV and that thing. And he won awards as well. I think it won awards. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. For like makeup. It did. But like it was, and like you said, like it's very big because it, it got John Landis who directed mm -hmm. An American Werewolf in London and used special effects, like really paid money into this because they all looked good. And also you have Vincent Price as the narrator. Like this thing is and should be a true horror movie um, that people should watch mm -hmm. yearly if, uh, if you want to get into the mood. But also... 
like Mike's performance in it. Like I'm not here to talk about any of the, any of no. his whatever, but I, just talking about this, like Mike's really good in it because like he comes off as like a teenage kid, you know, trying to scare his girl and then turns into a zombie and the zombie moves during the dance stuff was amazing yeah uh it's it's such a fun video but also i would say pretty influential as well in exposing uh exposing a lot of people to a genre as well like that's the other thing like michael was so big that you got to imagine there were people that had never seen werewolf stuff or zombie stuff that all of a sudden were just exposed to uh the best of the best of it right and a guy that loved and it was clear that he loved scary stuff and was having a blast like you said like his acting is so much better than that of the moonwalker with uh pesci mm, yep true <laughs> yes go look that up gen zers that listen to our program you are obsessed with the gen z like i'm excited <laughs> when we're like 50 years old and like i'm just seeing you in like bedazzled tight jeans and you're like no. oh they're back in bro no. my girl no, Bedazzled is not no, in. No, it'll be back. Don't worry. Nope. Because, yep, Brooke 19 will tell you that they're back in. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you are good. I like that I'm on enough, the 19th one. Fuck you. Match, her age matches her number. <laughs> okay. Um, so you've got you've got more that you want to talk yeah. about, right? Because I've got a few more as well. Like. Uh, I mean, I, I got know, one more. I think I'm going to okay. steal it from you. I think I'm going to just go ahead and steal it. Okay. Talking about Jordan Peele. He has an upcoming movie that he produces called oh, Candyman. Yeah. And I, but Candyman goes back to the nineties and it starred Tony Todd and Tony Todd became this icon that I truly from looking on Twitter, uh, recently, probably since the announcement of the new movie, but like a lot of people, this is their icon. What Jason, Freddie, and Michael were to mm-hmm. us, the, wildly Candyman is to them. And I get it. I, he's so scary. But it goes beyond just Candyman. Tony Todd has had a career just doing all these different projects. He played Spawn in the HBO yep. uh, HBO cartoon series. He also was in the Final Destination series. Which death. I remember like, when he popped up how how like for us like as somebody who had seen the Candyman movies I got excited I thought it was so clever to have him playing uh that mortician that yes. knew everything yeah, well, that was death, going on yeah death, basically yeah that's what yeah I always took him as oh that's a good but point the, I never I never viewed him as death I just viewed him as an all-knowing like mortician yeah I swear to god I guess, he was actually advertised as that um huh. but but also like going back to comic book kind of genre in recent years the the flash series there was a character named zoom and zoom is basically a monster horrific character um uh, just like the flash just a monster version and he played the voice of him so like tony todd throughout horror and this will be my last one but like i just wanted to give a shining light to him because i love the fact that he played an iconic character that now people are, you know, giving the love and putting them in that uh, role with like Freddie and Jason. And then not only that, he had like the Candyman movie that's coming out. I believe he's in. Um, and it's almost like a passing of a torch kind of vibe. But like 
I like that he gets to do that when we've had series like thinking of Jason, like, you know, Jason didn't get to, like Kane Hodder didn't get to play Jason more, more time in Freddy versus Jason. Robert England didn't get to play Freddy one more time uh, and, and things like that. Like, I really love the fact that Tony Todd gets a chance to give another person the role and give them that iconic like claw. And, you know, I just, I, I really love me some Tony Todd. No, uh, that's, that, that's, I, I, I don't want to try and one up that. Cause... Don't tell me no. <laughs> Sorry, not trying to mansplain to you. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to don't. one, I'm not trying to one up it or anything like that. Cause I love Tony Todd. And again, like I remember when he popped up in, uh, the Final Destination movie, how cool it was for that. Cause that was also at a time like where you didn't really know cameos were coming like that. Right. So like it's it's not right. like today. Again, Gen Zers, there was a time where the internet didn't really exist. So <laughs> that's just gonna be the running theme for me from this point forward. All right. Twenty twenty one, the year of Gen Z. What up? I'm one of you. I feel like Daniel Tosh right now. Like I've picked like a thing for the season. <laughs> I'm like this is this is my season of Gen Z's. TikTok. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm posting a picture to Twitter later. I can't. Oh, wait. I can't wait either. Uh, but if if we want to recognize Tony Todd, I feel like you know I know we're we've talked the thing for our Patreon, but I feel yeah. like we still got to give a little bit of love to Keith David as well. The thing. Oh the fuck yeah. Black. Fuck like, yes. I mean, that's another I man that. Him. Oh, you lucky motherfucker. I, and I wish I knew, like, I don't know how to get my pictures or whatever, but, like, it was a great meeting. Just quick story. I went to that horror con with Jim, and uh. Jim, loves, Jim loves autographs, but Jim doesn't like pictures. But every autograph thing was like, you get an autograph and picture. So I took his, like... He got the signature, but he was like, hey, can my friend get the picture with you? He was like, yeah, of course you can. And so I got to, got to take a picture with Keith David. I need to find it. Oh, man. Yeah, you do. You need to find that. You need to like frame that. You need to put that thing up. You need to man. show that thing off, man. But yeah, I, I mean, that's that's a guy that I feel like as well we need to um, to honor and, and mention because, I mean, he, he was as well doing uh, Voices of Spawn. For the Todd McFarlane he, Spawn Three Ultimate Battles, like he he as well was Spawn, like <laughs> like he right. got to play that character as well, iconic uh, car- gargoyles, man. Like they live, pitch black. Yeah, Freak he's show. he's yeah. I mean, he's literally been involved in if it's something iconic uh, in the in the genre of horror films. Chances are we've seen him there. I, I love him as well, even in the. Uh, Oh crap! Um, they're escaping my brain right now. Uh, Tales from the Hood. Yes, Tales yeah, from the Hood. Yeah, he's he's in the second one, and uh, I believe he popped up in the third one as well. But I know he was. Did in the they second remake one. that recently? Uh, they've just been telling like sequels, so they never really remade oh, the okay. original. Gotcha. Uh, but I don't think I've seen the third one yet. So unless they redid one of the one of the shorts from the first one. 
Uh, right. I know the second one was <laughs> the second one was fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, I was like, I don't think I have enough weed to get through this. <laughs> like, for real. By the way, I was completely wrong. Tony Todd wasn't in Spartan. Keith David is. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, so you got up. them confused. Well, whatever. Yeah, um, I confused them. My bad guys. That's fine, but I, I was there to to pick it up and go, no, 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 we gotta we gotta we gotta spike it for Keith David as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think he he also does the voice of Spawn in the Mortal Kombat game. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, I think recently he's um, Keith David. Let me just make sure. Yep. But yeah, yep. It's Mortal yep. Kombat Eleven. Okay. He's Spawn. Yeah. So so it's nice that like you know he got to replay the character. Video games, man. They they help. Again, with Kane Hodder, like him being able to play Jason in a video game form, like mm. he gets to say goodbye in a different way. Where I feel like Keith David, who like was spawned before Michael Jai White, which I love Michael Jai White. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I can't even can't even tell you how much I love him. Uh, because Black Dynamite is top tier spoof movie you've ever seen. Um, but yeah, Keith Keith's awesome. Awesome. That's good to hear. All right. So I feel like we've we've covered a nice little topic there. Had a nice yeah, little man. discussion. And yeah, uh, man. now go watch any of those movies we just mentioned. Uh Candyman, Get Out, Us. I mean Get Out is Night celebrating its anniversary. Dead. Yeah, I really recommend Night of the Living Dead. Um hell, even go back and watch some of the crazy stuff that we didn't even mention. Uh, uh, like watch the original King Kong and see the allegory there. Um, right. You know, things like that in cinema as well. Like go back and, uh, and, and give it all a viewing because it's all good stuff. It's all good shit. All right, Vince McMahon. On that note, <laughs> stay scary, my friends. Oh, by the way, Hell in the Cell? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it was, Elimination Chamber, whatever the fuck that thing was. <laughs> I'm mad you had like this dig, this like mic drop, like, oh man, this is going to be a fun ending. And you fucked up the pay-per-view day. Hold on. But fun fact, but fun fact, I'm not even lying. I shit you not. Every fucking WWE pay-per-view that happens and, it, like, we talk about it, if it's not Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, I shit you not, you always call it Hell in a Cell. <laughs> <laughs> it's a running bit at this point. <laughs> All right, hey, hold wonderful. on. Go tell the kids, tell the Jid Zers about the, the Hell in a Cell. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the Mrs. WWE Champion, bitch. <laughs> what taken <and> done? Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Haunter's Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment on all streaming platforms. You can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Haunter's POD, as well as searching Haunter's Podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time, stay scary.